Welcome to the Let That Go Show with Kasira McKee and Richard Skipper. This show is based on Kasira's book, Let That Go, where she guides people in completely blessing and releasing people, places, and all kinds of things. Kasira and Richard share personal insights and experiences based on concepts in Kasira's book with guests and you, their co-hosts. Are you ready to let that go? Let's go. Hello, Kasira. Hello. Hi, everybody. Sorry Back about the late part. Something was keeping us. Uh, Sherry says blames it, blame it on Mars. Yes. But- well, probably. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And also, I can now chat with you, but it comes up as, as Richard, so I have to sign my name every time I chat with you. But we're going to figure this out because you are part of the team. So you should be able to go in and add your own comments and everything. So uh, uh, just know Yes. Okay. Well, uh, you'll be acting as me tonight, but you you can, you know, do your own thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. We are booking. So, you know, what do you want? Yes, we are. We're like we're like little humble. We're like the little humble couple. We're like the little Dutch, the little, little Dutch little, boy and girl. Little hummels, little hummels. Uh, we're hummels. Have you let go of anything this week? Oh, for God's sake! I do it every day. I do it every day. That's why I wrote this book. Well, oh yes, I've had a lot to let go of this week. I've had a lot, and you know, I I came up with the title of this particular show. Because I feel it's really, it's really healthy to talk about what we're not thankful and grateful for. There's a lot of things we don't like that are going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, since everybody's here, is it okay if I read something from my book? And it's because I quote, I quote um, Liz Hay a lot in my book. Louise Hay. Mm-hmm. Um, I say on my book, those of you who have it, on page 89, from my favorite book of hers is Heal Your Body A to Z. If you don't have it, please get it. It's a fantastic book. And I'm researching, I'm going further, I'm going beyond what this book and I'm researching, you know, because I am, I, I am a pharmacy tech, I'm researching the top 100 drugs, what they treat, and what the metaphysical and or emotional and psychological uh, uh, meanings are for illnesses. But here's what Louise Hay says. And, you know, she had cancer and she wrote a book about cancer and her feelings and, and resentment. Okay. She says on from, from uh, page five, Being aware that cancer comes from a pattern of deep resentment that is held for a long time until it literally eats away at the body. I knew I had a lot of mental work to do. I immediately began to work with my own teacher to clear old patterns of resentment. We are often so blind to our own patterns. A lot of forgiveness work was in order. So let's think about that for a minute. And let's talk about how we can let go of those things that we're not thankful and grateful for. So we don't harbor that resentment and it doesn't. um, Oh, everybody. So, okay. So nobody's listening to me. Everybody's posting about Christmas ornaments. (laughs) uh, Doug has got his own conversation going. Yes. Doug has his own Christmas ornament conversation going. We didn't even need to come on tonight because he has. No, I think Doug just needs to talk about Christmas ornaments for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Should we let him just talk for a little bit? Yeah, Doug, Doug, just talk about Christmas ornaments and we'll just sit here. Go ahead. Okay. So Cherie says, I gave my menorah to my son when he got married. Doug says, don't tempt me. No, go ahead, Doug. Because I don't think anybody wants to talk about letting go of what they're not thankful for. I think they want to talk about Christmas ornaments. So go ahead. We'll just sit here. 
No? Okay. Can we continue? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, it's officially Christmas now for all of you, even even the Wiccans. Uh-huh. Okay. Doug says, I have gotten rid of some of the ornaments I'm not thankful for that brings up bad memories, so I'm thankful for that. Okay, Doug. Okay. Doug, would you? I think you should join us, Doug. Can, can Doug, Doug join us? Yes, of course he can. Just Doug, in, we're going to send you the link and you just need to come on and talk with us. Yes, send him the link. But before he does that, can I address something that I read? Sure. Today? Sure. So it's very interesting because I have been uh, decluttering and I've been getting uh, mm -hmm. rid of some things. And I read something today that's really um, very telling um, about all of this. Um, it said rather than focusing on these things that we want to let go of uh, mm -hmm. as we're going through these things, we need mm -hmm. to focus on the things that we actually do want to hold on to. At, at, yes, but yes. but it's it's kind of a, it's like salt and pepper. It's like yes or no. They're polar opposites. So exactly. without one, there couldn't be another. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, and and I want to bring up another thing because when when you uh, originally, I, I think, first of all, I don't think there are any mistakes ever. Uh -huh. you know, things happen for a reason. Uh -huh. And you and Aaron, uh, who was watching tonight, thank hello, Aaron. Uh, Is he? Uh, I didn't know yes, he was. Yes, he's watching. So when you oh, and Aaron, hi. Oh, my baby, Aaron's my baby. Aaron, you, uh, you went. Oh, Aaron, oh, Aaron Calif. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant Aaron, Aaron, uh, Graylor. Okay. Hi, yes. Aaron Calif. No, they're both here. They are? Yes. Oh, I didn't know Aaron Aaron's was here. He didn't even tell well. me. But I you and Aaron. Aaron and I haven't heard from you. Okay. All right. Yeah. But you and Aaron uh, came up with the topics for the month. And mm -hmm. the topic for tonight is letting go of things that we're not grateful for. Mm -hmm. You may not be aware of this. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. But when you originally sent the list on the list that you sent it said letting go of things that you're not grateful for oh thank you so much for pointing that out for the fifth time no um, uh, no, no but let me finish my thought because okay. there's a reason for this okay. so when i sent that to glenn who did the overlay for it he said mm -hmm. uh and then you said uh that you wanted this to be letting go of things that you're thankful for i'm bringing this up for a reason because glenn said well is there a difference Mm -hmm. And I said, yes, there is a difference. And I actually Googled um, the difference between things that we're thankful for and the things that we're grateful for. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. well, I'm glad that you sent it that way so that I was able to address this because it made me look deeper into both areas mm -hmm. of great, uh, things that we are grateful for and things that we're thankful for because they are two very separate things. And what did you discover? Well, things that we're thankful for are things that are, you know, they can be things that are in our lives that we uh, uh, thank God that we have in our lives on a regular basis. But things that are, we're grateful for are those aspects of our lives. Like, I'm grateful that you're in my life. I'm also thankful that you're in my life. But there's a very big difference, Natasha Lombardi. That's a good thing for us to ask everyone. You know what they think the difference is between the two, mm -hmm. uh, because you know, I for me, uh, I, I have a gratitude list, and I do my gratitude list every morning. <laughs> I've got this tickle in my throat, but there are so many things that I am uh, very thankful for. Um, for you, what does the difference mean for you? Well, you know. Here's here's the psychological uh, explanation of that question. Thankfulness is an emotion. Gratitude is an attitude of appreciation mm -hmm. under any circumstances. And when you and I were talking about this show and I said, oh, you know, it's Thanksgiving. I think I'd like to change this word from what we're not grateful for to what we're not thankful for. And then I looked it up 
And thankful is an emotion where gratitude is an attitude. Think about that for a minute, you guys. And so there's a lot of things I'm I'm thankful for. Yeah, well, let me tell you, let me tell you what I'm not grateful or thankful for. Can I just go down my list and mm -hmm. you guys can just tell me what you think? By the way, Doug, we just sent you the link and you need to join our show. Um <clears throat> and if Aaron, not, if Aaron I, I, wants to come on too, because I want to talk to Okay. You. Okay. Uh so, you're all welcome. So here's a deal. I'm not I'm not emotionally thankful for war. I'm not thankful for COVID-19. I'm not thankful for diseases and illnesses that kill people. I'm not thankful for mass shootings. Okay. And sometimes, you know, in the third dimension, everything is so slow. And I'm not thankful for how slow it goes. However, I realize, and, and Danielle's going to understand this. I know a lot of you are going to say, but Danielle's really going to understand this. If things went at warp speed in the third dimension like we wanted them to, I think we'd make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I think the third dimension is slow for a reason. I think the third dimension exists for us to maybe think about it before we actually like really cement what we wanted to, you know, poof out there. I call it poofing, which is magical. But when we say poof, you know, we have this magical poof and go poof, you know. Maybe we need a little bit more time to think about it before we poof things and people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Poof! You know. And, you know, I, I have had many experiences in the third dimension where something holds me up from getting someplace, you know, getting behind the wheel and driving somewhere. And then minutes later, I find out there was a wreck on the very street that I was going to drive down. Mm-hmm. So there, I think there's a magical protective thing that happens in the third dimension that protects us from things. When we uh, communicate with higher consciousness, when we consciously communicate with higher consciousness, I believe that higher consciousness holds us back in many ways from getting somewhere or doing something because there's a reason it's it's we're being protective yes doug McAllister, you have so poofed before yes you have <laughs> well um <laughs> he's waiting for the by the way he's waiting for the link we need to bring him on i want to have more people i want to have more of you guys on because i just love all of you and you're on our page did you send him the um, link did you send him the link i didn't did you Oh, you oh, me to send him you, the link? I thought you were sending him the link. No, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Hang on. Send the link. And while you're doing that, I want to uh, uh, acknowledge uh, Aaron Grillor because Grillor, uh, yeah. I want to mm -hmm. talk about uh, this topic and Aaron. Because uh, when I voted on Tuesday, uh, Aaron, I voted and I said, I'm voting for the good of all concerned. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I've been saying that as thank you, uh, as I've walked out the door with every interaction that I've done, uh, and with everything that I've been doing uh, since we did our last show together. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot going on with both of us. Uh, yes, there's and a lot I, going on. There's a I lot do, going on with you, and you and created I, that, by the way. And I do believe very mm -hmm. much so that. In terms of the way that people voted this week, uh -huh. people voted in a way of voting for the things that, you know, we they voted against the things that they no longer wanted in their lives. Because I don't know. We, I don't know. I don't I'm not sure what happened. I, I don't I'm not like I'm I'm not analyzing what just happened. And because I'm not I'm I'm not I'm neither Democratic or Republican. <laughs> So I'm in the middle. But so, but I, but I, I, I think there was this expectation that there was what they call a red wave, that a red wave was going to occur, and it didn't occur. And I, I just, I looked, I, I don't really go, oh, that's great, you know. I, I observe, I just observe, and I say to myself, oh, isn't it interesting that that happened? Well, this idea. 
uh, if we can talk about this for just a moment, because sure. you bring, that's a very interesting thing. This idea of a red wave uh, was the idea uh, that was based on, that was a projection. That was the projection based on basically wishful thinking on the part of many people that they were hoping. And, and it was also media. And, of course it was. And here's, here's what's interesting, you guys. Uh, uh, Doug, I sent you the link. Come join us. Um, here's what's interesting. Um, it was just plain old voting. It was just plain old voting. That's mm -hmm. all it was. And it was the media that was pushing this idea that we were going to have some corner, some sort of red wave and it didn't happen. And everybody was like, oh, isn't that interesting? And I'm like, why aren't you surprised? We're not, I think more and more people are not buying into what the media is predicting. Why aren't you surprised? I hear you echoing, Doug. He's in Stanford. Hi. Oh, sorry. I got to turn. Doug, you're so hysterical. So D says. Does that mean I've been puffed or poofed? No, you're pooped. Oh. So, so Danielle says, Kasira, I was told more blanks, not registered Denver Republican, voted than ever before. Yes, there are more and more of us independents crawling out of the woodwork. Yeah. Um, it, yes, D, Danielle, he, Doug, absolutely looks like Father Christmas. <laughs> Oh my God! You're in the Christmas so, mood? Yeah, you know I what? White He's, Christmas today. I'm ready. Okay, Doug is so up his butt in Christmas. I, I'm not kidding you. He, he, he's ready to go right yeah. now. Well, you and know that's I'm nesting because okay. you know I'm very not <laughs> great. I'm very not grateful that I have to have my shoulder replaced, but I'm very yes, thankful. I'm very wait, thankful well, that's that there why are people I was, that can do it. Well, I was hoping you would say that I was really, that was my intention that you would talk about this because Doug is about to embark on a major surgery and it just kind of came out of nowhere and it's happening really quickly. And, you know, shoulder cuff surgery, that's not, we're not playing. Okay. We're not playing with, with shoulder surgery or any sort of joint. I'm not surgery. either. They're not going to fix it. They're going to take it out and put in a bionic one. I'm ready. Uh huh. Yeah. And he's going to, his, the things are going to go off at the airport. You know, he's going to, he's going to be, you know, search as a terrorist, probably. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> you never know who's listening. That's right. Yeah. Well, everybody's listening. And guess what? I don't have a damn thing to hide. Um, so, Doug, since you said it, and since everybody was really entertained about it, talk to me about the Christmas decorations you love that you're letting go of? Well, I loved them at the time because they were, con all my Christmas stuff is connected with memories and feelings, right? Well, over the last several oh, years. Did you hear that? As soon as you yeah. said that, the cuckoo clock went off. Uh-huh, I heard it. Yeah, that was confirmation. Uh-huh, that was confirmation. Of me or... Magical things are happening in this group, people, I'm telling you. Magical I guess. things are happening in this group. <laughs> but after getting... Danielle divorced, should really appreciate... Everybody on this list should appreciate that cuckoo going off. Okay. Yes. After I got divorced, after about five years ago, after getting divorced, those same memories aren't the same memories that I used to have with that Christmas stuff. Mm -hmm. So those are out of here. And uh, I'm forging with new memories. Well, I want to acknowledge that for a moment, Doug. Yeah. Because I am, I'm writing a show that I'm doing for the, a, a benefit for the church directly across the street from me called Christmas Memories. And I was thinking, and, you know, when I'm writing a show, I perform it out loud around my house. And I was thinking about Christmas Memories the other day. And... I began, I literally began to just, I burst into tears and I started crying because it began to evoke memories of my grandparents who are no longer here. I began to think about my first Christmas in New York when I was alone in New York. These memories, but think about this. I mean, this holiday evokes so many things in so many people 
because we yeah. have these ornaments that we put a, a, in boxes year mm -hmm. after year after year. And every year we open these boxes mm -hmm. and we pull these objects out of these boxes that evoke uh, so many memories and we put them on a tree. Uh, and as Kasira has pointed out on more than one occasion, this is a pagan holiday. And there's-, there's <laughs> but Originally, originally it was. Originally but there it was. Is, uh, but there is something about- Doug, what are you showing? Doug, what are you doing? Uh, is this Christmas, Doug, is this your- Doug, That's this a memory that every year when someone in the family passes, an ornament is created and my mom always used to play the piano. And so my son created this one. Wow. So that's why they all take a while to come out because then I have, you know, I have a little tear and uh, I got my, my dad's got one of a Scotchman. Um, but yeah, that's right. And they're not, I don't know if I have any bad memories, but. But in addition to that, this is the one time of the year that you hear songs, or, and Kasira and I talked about this the other day, because Kasira, um, when I mentioned television specials, you had a very visceral response to it, ah, which ah. is the complete opposite of mine, everybody. Oh, listen, I hate the old 50s and 60s and 70s Christmas reruns. I hate them. I, I They're just... To me, they're just done and they're just over. And when I watch them, I, I don't get this warm, squeezy feeling. I get like, oh, my God, that's so antiquated. I, you know, and I don't even, I mean, I watch new stuff, but not the corny Hallmark stuff. Like, you know, if there's a new Christmas movie coming out or whatever, I, I'll watch it or whatever. But I don't, those moment, old. mute me. Those, oh, your no, dog don't is mute, don't mute. The dog is in agreement. Okay, poo -poo. The dogs. I've got a dog asleep behind me. She's, can you see? No, oh, you can't see her. I've got Lotus asleep in the dog bed behind me. Um, I love these. I, I know you do, and I know a lot of people that do. But, you know, here's the thing. Psychologically and emotionally, I don't have good memories of my childhood years. It was full of instability and abuse. And when I watch those shows, it, it reminds me of the instability and the abuse, uh, even during the holidays. And so I don't require those. They don't bring back lovely memories for me. I like the new stuff. Like, I like, <laughs> I like the Shrek specials, you know. I like the new stuff and the new elf stuff. To me, it's cute and it's modern and it's new and what's it's what we watch now. Um the Christmas holiday for me is not, don't get mad at me, everybody. It's not a Christian holiday for me anymore. I did grow up that way. Um, I, I really like more metaphysical type things that come out during the winter for winter solstice. Uh, I, um, I, it was just me. It's just me. I like the modern stuff that speaks to me more, you know, Doug, I, you keep moving around and I see all your Christmas porn behind you. It's like Christmas porn behind you. It is. <laughs> Christmas porn. You are so Christmased out. But, I, but, but here's the thing. I think when it comes to Christmas, I'm more of a Noel kind of girl. And I really enjoy, I enjoy the lights. I enjoy the gift giving. I enjoy uh, the food um, I, and the lights, the decorations. I really enjoy that part of it. So I'm really more of a Yule Noel kind of gal. Yeah, well, and I realize some people are they are Christian, and they it, it is this, it is the reason for their season. It's my whole family is Christian or or, or ish, and um, that's you know. And they love it. People. Now, I have a question for you, Doug. Now, because I know that part of this, if I'm not mistaken, is because you are having the surgery uh, in for, as far as the decorating uh, being up now. But uh -huh. do you always decorate early? And if so, when does your decorating start? Well, it has started. 
it has started a month ago. It has started the second week of October before. A month ago? It goes about a feeling. If I wake up and I think, you know, I'm ready. I need to do this because it's the memories and all of that. I love to watch people. Yeah, it started with me as, you know, the Christian holiday. And it's a, that's a lot of my memories and, and singing and training. It. But I love watching how everyone celebrates it, whether they call it Hanukkah or... Uh, you know, all these different blends. The fact is that, that they're thinking of others and they're doing good work. It doesn't matter who they call it, whether it's, you know, a spirit or however, yeah. it's all leading us in the right direction to do good for people. And uh, I do a lot, of, get involved more and more with um, uh, our resource center here and, do answering the phones and stuff like that, which is can be challenging in itself. But you know, everybody's here on this earth for a reason, and nobody wakes up to kind of screw you around. So I don't know. I just enjoy it. It's it's a feeling that I that it gives me that I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So Doug, that. what what are you at this time of year, Doug? Uh, I want to acknowledge, by the way, what Howard Tucker said. Howard, I went to I went to a mostly Jewish high school, so I grew up with Jews. And I am very familiar with Hanukkah. I'm very familiar with Passover. Uh, I've, I, I, I've, I've attended many, many, many celebrate Jewish celebrations. And Hanukkah was fantastic. And, and they used to, I mean, I used to call myself a Christian in high school because my family was Christian. So they used to put the chopped liver in the shape of a cross or a fish. <laughs> To make me happy, I'm like, okay, thanks. But I love chopped liver, so I don't care. So, um, no, I'm serious. They did that. That was a theme and in so, my show yesterday. And, uh, you know, and then I ended up being in kosher catering in New York. And then I ended up one summer being the hospitality director for Camp Ramah in Massachusetts for 800 Orthodox Jews. And I loved it. I had a, the best time. They were, they were really quite metaphysical people actually. So thank you, Howard, for saying that about Hanukkah. You know, and it's the same thing. It doesn't matter if it's Christmas or Hanukkah or Ramadan, I don't whatever it is that you're celebrating this year. Um I feel like you know everybody's got something that they're not thankful for this year that kind of gets you know, I think we use the holidays as a as a band-aid sometimes to sort of band-aid the injuries and what's going on with the planet. It helps us distract ourselves, you know, the lights, the food, the ceremony. It, it helps us distract ourselves a little bit from what's really going on, which is why I said that right now, this time of year, I'm not thankful for the war in Ukraine. Now, it, it's, my, it's my intention that Ukraine will will get through this okay mm -hmm. it's my intention that they will there's a, but there's a lot of unrest going on all over our country so what do you focus I mean, i'm, so, I'm sorry all over the planet and in our country what do you focus and grateful or thankful i'm talking about being emotionally thankful or not thankful for certain things but you can talk about not being grateful for things it's okay with me doug no i didn't know i just i was intrigued at the beginning where we had the the difference. Between. Well, again, thankful is emotional and grateful is an attitude. You know, I'm hardly emotional. You know that. So. I didn't have, I haven't discovered that with you. Okay. Well, <laughs> you I and my that? dad would get along great. Can I get um, Christmas story of the week? Oh, yes. Please. Okay. Yes. So one Christmas, Danny and I, um, Danny's cousin and his then husband, and, you know, he was married. Uh, well, he's been married four times. He's uh, was married twice to two women and he's been married to two men. Uh, so he's on his. Well, he's gotten around. He's gotten yeah. married. He's on his fourth marriage now. He's, if he's watching. But well, let's, um, let's see what he's so, grateful or thankful for. <laughs> so, so they were here and uh, it, uh, it, but his, his second, uh, his first husband uh, did not want to be here. And it was obvious. And I had planned this big dinner. And it was obvious from the moment that they got here that this guy, they were, he was miserable. 
did not want to be here. So he kept okay. getting up every time I would bring another course to the table, he would get up to go and smoke another cigarette. And he was constantly going out and smoking. And this was going on throughout the dinner. And when I brought the main course out, um, they announced that they were all leaving. And they left. And I was depressed like you wouldn't believe. So oh. Danny, I, I, it just, I mean, it affected my whole Christmas. It was Christmas Eve. So I laid down on the sofa. <laughs> this is going to take a turn like you're not expecting. So I laid down on the sofa to watch Auntie Mame, which was on TCM. Well, um, and what better way to medicate right. yourself than and with Auntie Mame? And yeah. Nala lies on my chest, and Danny says, I'm going to bed. And Danny goes up to bed, and Nala, my cat, who I loved, let out a yawn and died on my chest. And oh. you, you weren't expecting that. I told you it's going to take a turn you weren't expecting. So Danny, uh, I... I am like hysterical downstairs. I scream that Nala has died. Danny said, you are overreacting. Nala did not die. I said, Nala has died. So Danny comes running down the stairs thinks, because I'm hysterical. So yeah. Danny comes down the stairs. He picks up Nala and could not believe that this had actually happened. Mm -hmm. On top of all this, every year on Christmas Day, I would get a phone call from Carol Channing and she would always say, hello, Richard. This is Carol. Hello, Richard. Carol. I'm your Christmas Carol. And she would call me. Oh. Yeah, she would call me every year uh, and she didn't mm -hmm. call me this Christmas. So then, you know, and I was miserable about the fact that I didn't get this call from Carol. So the next day, this is the 26th now, the phone rings. And uh, it said on the caller ID, Harry Collegian. And I looked at it and I answered the phone and I sang, hello, Harry. Well, hello, Harry, as I always did. And uh, it was his daughter, Missy. And he, he, no, Richard, it's Missy. And then I said, well, hello, Missy. Well, hello, Missy. She says, no, I'm calling to let you know that dad died yesterday. <gasps> Harry oh. died on Christmas day, uh, as you may or may not know. That Christmas was like the most miserable Christmas. And I mean, talk about these, everything that was circling around that. And I know of people who have had these traumatic things that have happened on major holidays, whether it be Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, whatever. Yes. And that evokes a memory year after year after year in their lives. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, thank God. I mean, you go on with your lives, but I mean, how, mm -hmm. you know, I just can't even imagine, you know, those families who have those types of memories on mm -hmm. top of that, that they have to carry around with them as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. uh, Danielle said that she had many relatives pass on Christmas too. Mm -hmm. The Italians really love to do that for some reason. <laughs> Have you seen what they eat on Thank Christmas? <laughs> oh God, I love an Italian. You know, the Italian Christmas is my new Christmas. I don't do, I don't do traditional American food. I do Italian food, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, as you can see, I'm not very reverent about anything. So. Oh, you're very reverent about your Christmas decorations. Well, you're some I can't ever show you on screen. So. Yes, I realize that. I I know that about you. Um. <laughs> Oh, you know, Howard, I'm sorry. You're right, Richard. Right after a race, family Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, Howard, I'm sorry. Oh. So let's, can we get back on subject? Because we only have 10 minutes left. Okay. <laughs> but I'd like to hear from everybody what you're not thankful for right now. What are you not thankful for right now? I already told you I'm not thankful for war. I'm not thankful for disease. I'm not thankful for uh you know uh mass shootings i'm not thankful for sometimes how slow the third dimension is what are you guys what are you guys not thank not thankful for and it's it, 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 it anything oh d okay so on my in my book i talk about why we that's a good question d d says casero what page of your book is family holidays 
um, it's it's on the page of why we hold on to traditions on page 141. Uh, I knew someone, this is, you know, all the stories I tell in my book are true stories about real people. And, um, you know, it, it, I had a friend that uh, went to, their whole family went skiing in Colorado every Christmas. And um, then when the, when the parents died, they all con continued to try to go there, but it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. They've been going there all their lives. They would go on a Christmas skiing trip to Colorado. And then when the, her parents died, it just wasn't the same. And they changed the way they did the holidays because without the parents, they just couldn't recreate what they had before. And that's totally understandable because guess what? Their parents, her parents were the glue that held all that together. And they changed their holiday. Uh, they changed it. And now people either stay home or they go visit each other on holidays or not. But they don't go skiing anymore in Colorado because it's just the feeling just wasn't the same without her parents. But if being... I can say something about that, I mean, I grew up and I've talked about this. I grew up with a large family on both sides of my family and on the skipper side of my family, they were more cohesive in terms of getting together, especially on the holidays uh, than mm. on my mom's side of the family. I left home when I was 18 and uh, as go, you know, growing up and living in New York, I've created my own uh, traditions and mm -hmm. uh, how I spend the holidays. Mm -hmm. And you know, and this may, and I know it's easy for me to say this, but I think that to hold on and just saying, you know, it's not the same and to hold on to that, I think is dangerous as well. And I think that people need to be able at some point to let go and to be open mm -hmm. to finding new ways of looking new ways of Yes. Of celebrating yes. the holidays. Because, you know, because, you know, the holidays are just kind of, they're just stuffed down our throats by the media and commercials and stuff. And, um, you know, uh, and Pico says, not thankful for inflation and heating costs. Don't blame you. Um, and, uh, you know, if Sherry says, not thankful I have to move since my rent went up. Yes, I gotcha. You know, uh, uh, not thankful for Howard says not thankful for negativity of three docs after my stroke as it was. I am grateful for nurse I met in hospital. Good for you. So, you know, here's the thing in my book. There are prayers to release all this stuff. At the end, there are affirmation prayers, templates for all kinds of stuff. And I let go of what I don't like and what I'm not grateful for or thankful for all the time. So, and if you have the book, really utilize the prayers at the end of the book. It's not just about the book and explaining everything. At the end of the book, there, is, there are templates to let go of anything. And what we're not thankful for, or, you know, thankful is an emotion. Grateful is uh, more of an ego mind thing. Yet, uh, Natasha says, not thankful for a slip and foil on my brick sidewalk. And yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. And Natasha. I want to respond to Sherry for just a moment. Uh, Sherry, um, I years ago, I stopped giving into the commercialism. Uh, and it's a choice. Oh, yeah, you got to. choice that people make. Uh, Danny and I, um, we agree. I mean, for me, the holidays are about dinners and uh, being with friends. Yes. Uh, we have lots of pit people over. We have parties. We have friends. And I do not go crazy buying presents for uh, friends. And rather than rushing around trying to buy the perfect gift for someone, give someone a card and put in the card, pick a date and a time, and let's get together for dinner. That's all you need to put in the card. That's it, folks. Put in the card, get together for dinner. And nothing is better than that gift. And it's the perfect gift. I love that. I, I love it when friends take me out to dinner for Christmas. We give each other a little something, whatever, a little something, something. 
that's really the best is just the human connection. And I think that's what people like about sometimes their families. But, you know, somebody mentioned earlier that the the colonies were about fights. And I had that on my mother's side. Now, everybody could not get along. Sarah, you don't know what you're talking about. What? I'm joking. <laughs> that was really I was weird. Joking with you. That was really weird. Um, that was that scared me for a minute. Um, but you know, my father's family. You know, Christmas was about my grandparents and the little house they lived in, and the whole family would just back themselves into this little two bedroom, one bath house, and everybody would use the same bathroom for hours, and we didn't care because it was my grandparents that held that glue together. When they died, that was over. It was over because to me, it really is about people. It really is about people and the experience we share with people. But I, I encourage everyone to, if there's something you really are not grateful or thankful for this season, and if you have the book, please look at the affirmative prayers in the back and please allow yourself the time to say those out loud and let go of what you're not thankful or grateful for and not hold on to them for your own peace of mind and well-being and health. That's that's the bottom line. Well, I'm thankful for you, Kassira. Well, day. I'm thankful for you, my love, and Doug, my Dougie. I'm thankful for both of you. Oh, sweet no, love. Serious. No, I am not thankful that enough people have join this journey that you guys have started. Um, my life this year has been um, a difference. You've made a difference in my life. Oh, thank me, you, Dougie. Think differently. Um, I agree with you. We, um, we, I, we, my husband and I, we don't give gifts, really. It, we give, it has to be consumable either by food or usable by the ear. So, we either go on a trip or we eat, we go for dinner or we go to, we take mm -hmm. people and do an activity it has to happen within the year. If I get one more tchotchke I, that I have to give to, you know, a charity, I don't know what I'll do. Okay. I'm not going to give you another, except for another has good tchotchke. thing. There's a, there's a whole Wait, you just, you just hopped over that Richard. No, I know. Okay, I'm it. not going to give you another uh, seahorse lamp. <laughs> yeah, you're doing my new symbol is worm, right? No, what? That's what happened to seahorse? Oh, it's there too, but worm is helping me do some things. <laughs> well, that's just weird. Okay. Um, I don't know what that is, and we'll have to talk about that. Uh, so I see that oh. some people have had relatives uh, pass away on holidays. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I, I that happened with me and my grandfather, and my grandmother after the right after the holidays. It was it was. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why. It's not for me, but a lot of people do focus on the negative. Like so and so passed away on this day, and they sure. remember it every year. It's like their own version of you know Day of the Dead or something. Yeah. And I try to switch that off to. Let's celebrate some good memories that you had. Yeah, yeah. The, it's inevitable that people are going to go. So why don't we sure. celebrate their birthdays or whatever? Well, in in my, in my chapter on thoughts and feelings, I talk about grief and how grief is a multi-layered onion. And grief is not a feeling. Grief is a grief is a, a casserole of feelings, if you will. And it could be anything, depending on how the person passed away. And so that's a whole other conversation. Grief is a whole other different kind of conversation, which I think we've had before, Richard, on one of the shows. We've talked about yes, grief. Yeah, we did. Um, and, you know, have, allowing grief to hang over a special occasion to me is just not healthy. It's just not healthy. Um, uh, there are some cultures that do that over and over and over and over and over again, but we don't have to do that as Americans, you know. We can let that stuff go so we can actually enjoy the special event. But I love, is it the Mexican culture that celebrates the Day of the Dead? That's yeah. one of my favorite holidays, Dia, Dia de los Muertos. 
Um, they do it here in Santa Fe. They do it in Mexico. They do it in all of the Latin countries, but it's really in Mexico. Unfortunately, and they're connecting it with Halloween a lot, but uh, unfortunately, well, that's yeah, well, it's but Dia, Dia de los Muertos is not on Halloween. It's on November second or third, depending right. on the year. And um, some some in Mexico, they really they go to the graveyards with food and drink and candles and music, and they celebrate with their uh, people that have passed over. Um, some other people do it a little more quietly and a little more somberly. Yet, yes, they're they're celebrating with all of their ancestors that have passed away before. And it's really fun, actually. It's really fun. Um, they make it a fun thing. It's not a somber thing. It's a fun thing, you know, when, which is why I like it. Uh, Sherry, when someone gives you a check, um, pay it forward. Take it to a soup kitchen. Take it, you know, you know, and make it uh, give it to someone else. Uh, uh, give it to a homeless person. Uh, you know, if you feel that it's uh, sometimes, uh, you know, it, it, some people don't have uh, the thought process to uh, think about uh, going shopping or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, it's very interesting that we we sometimes want to judge what goes on in someone's mind in terms of the choices they make. And I'm very, very guilty of that myself. Um, what do you mean you're guilty? I hate that word guilty. You know that. Well, I, uh, I'm i responsible for doing that. Is that better? Okay. 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 Or, or, you that. Just observe that, or you just observe that you do that. That's all. I right. observe the fact that I do do that. Okay. And okay. Uh, I think uh, that uh, if, if someone... Uh, if someone gave me, a, uh, if somebody, uh, if anybody wants to give me a check, I will gladly take it. I'm just letting you all know that. And, uh, and I'm no, sure. We're working on that. We're working on that. And, and me too. We're, we're both working on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but uh, if, if, if somebody hands you a check and you don't feel that uh, there's a lot of meaning behind it, pass it on to the next person you meet. Mm -hmm. Uh, you need to order new contacts. Mom, mom uh, was just too lazy. Only went out for hair or doctor appointments. Um, just don't get the contact lenses mixed up. Uh, that could be dangerous. <laughs> so we're headed towards the end of the show. I, this took a different turn than I was expecting, but I'm all for it. I'm open. I'm open. This is what uh, it's called. I know this is what our this is what the show is about. We just kind of we we this group just goes through this stream of consciousness and we just now explode. I want to say uh next uh Sunday uh we are we're not going to be here next Sunday, but we are going to do it on Monday. Did you pick a time for Monday, Casera? You just no baby, you just decide. It's okay with me. You just well, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer to you because we've got the uh book club as well. So I'm it's gonna be uh whatever you time you decide, but we will be here Monday, uh for whatever time you choose. What time is the book club? Uh, <clears throat> that's up to you as well. Everything is in your uh ballpark. No, I think that we decided that they um uh, Howard, Sierra, I did not confront a doc who was so negative after my yeah, stroke. He, he noted I was a small percent who recovered and he didn't want to give me false hope. He said he gave me little hope. Did I? I don't know, darling. Did you? What did you? I don't know what you did. I think you just said, I'm going to be well anyway. Isn't that what you did? Howard? I would say you just decided, you decided, Howard. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Monday, we're doing the book club at 6. Uh, and we'll do the show at 7.30. We'll do this okay. show at 7.30. So, uh, next Monday, everybody, 9 th uh, 7.30 uh, show. Eastern, Eastern time. Eastern time. Eastern yeah. time. Uh, it's a little week. bit different next week. Yeah, we're trying to accommodate Richard's schedule. And... Um, I'm going to be away. Uh, well, Monday, uh, Sunday, uh, I'm. But Sunday is also called a uh, beautiful day. It uh, that's a natural day, just to go out and celebrate the beauty in the world. So I'm going to. Uh, that wasn't my plan, but I discovered that today. And in, in terms of my planning for the week, 
So I think we should all do that next Sunday. All right. Whatever you want. I hope you guys enjoyed. This show was really weird and I loved it. <laughs> I apologize to anybody I might have offended uh, why? with my, I love, with my, are you with my flippant attitude, but uh, I didn't pick up on a flippant attitude tonight. No, no, I didn't either. That's how I know my Dougie, my Dougie Wuggie. So I would like to say something to Howard because I love Howard dearly. And Howard yes. is probably one of the most magnanimous people that I know. He's just uh -huh. he's got a heart bigger than Texas. Um, right. But uh, Howard, none of us on this planet are responsible for how other people uh, go through life what they say, yeah. what they do, anything. We are only responsible for how we respond to those people. Uh, and, and where did you learn that, my love? Well, I learned it through you, of course. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I yes. talk about it a lot, yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, but uh, if uh, you feel that this uh, doctor is not giving you what you need from the doctor. Uh, what you require and desire. What mm -hmm. you require and desire. There are a lot of other doctors out there. Dang. And yeah. you just let him know. Uh, I'm sorry. You're that's, that's unacceptable. That's not what I believe. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And, uh, and it's true. Of, and, you know, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, first of all, I'm going to be 62 on my next birthday. Uh, I think, Casera, you are too, aren't you? In next July. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to be there before you. But I've just reached a point where I'm going, as I go into the next chapter of my life, the next year of mm -hmm. my life, um, why do we accept it? Why, why should we go through life not asking for what we desire or require in our lives? Well, it's not about asking. It's about having a determination. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, that's why I hate the word. I hate the word hope. I really hope. Well, you know. You know, hope is a good place to start. I'm not going to lie. Yet I, I find, you know, it's my determination or, or my intention that this, that this is going to happen. It's my determination or my intention. It's not that I just hope it's going to come out of the ethers. It's my intention and determination. That's how I've re relocated so many times to different cities. It was my determination and intention. Mm hmm. And next year, as you know, I'm leaving Santa Fe. It's my determination that I'm leaving Santa Fe. I'm bored. Uh, I'm going back to Louisiana. I'm going back to New Orleans where it's fun mm -hmm. because I require and desire fun in my life, which I'm not having in Santa Fe. So, you know, it's all about determination and intention. I, I, can everybody write that down? It's all about determination. Now. We've had we've had discussions about expectations. I'm not talking about expectations of other people. And I'm not talking about expectations of ourselves because we can be really hard on ourselves with our expectations, can't we, Richard? Absolutely. You want to repeat we've that? We've talked about that. We've talked about that. However, if it's your determination and your intention to create co-create something, make it do it. You know. Do it. Have a determination. Have an intention. It may not turn out the way you pictured it because higher we create with what? Each other and higher cause or God or whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you call it. We create with each other and higher consciousness. We don't create alone. So it may look a little bit different, yet it will look a lot like what you thought it would look like and sometimes even better. You know, yeah, easy for you to say, Sherry, when everything closes at 10 o'clock in Santa Fe. Uh-huh. No, no, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even Dallas is more fun than Santa Fe. Dallas is open much later, you know. At least till two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm well, sorry? Doug, I want to go to Doug for a moment. Okay. Doug, how are you feeling? I mean, Tuesday is a big day for you. I'm good. I'm yeah. I'm getting I'm I'm getting a little anxious. I I can't lie. You see, I had two things going on. I had two or three teeth pulled two weeks ago, so I've got that going on, waiting to have bridges and things done. Well, 
I kind of had a little hemorrhage two nights ago and woke up with my pillow kind of red and it was scary. And uh, oh, my, you didn't I, tell me that. I'm sorry. I, I well, why not do it? So I've stopped taking my blood thinners and all that sort of stuff. But I'm just, it's like when I had my foot surgery, I had both done at the same time. I don't, if I'm going to be up and in bed and being taken care of, I might as well just have it all done. So what does the doctor say as far as the recuperation process? Well, he says about three weeks, I'll be in a sling and pretty much do nothing. And then I'll start feeling better. And then about a year, I'll be like new. But, okay. You, know, you get a year vacation. Okay. I'll, I'll know, I know I'll push it from, from carrying, you know, lifting and carrying things. But luckily, I don't write with that hand. Um, well, I have two words for you. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask you, are you going to sing Christmas memories in your show? Uh, no, I'm opening with We Need a Little Christmas. Howard, I hope you can come to the show. Uh, Howard has been to many of my shows. So uh, I hope you can come to the show, Howard, if you're available. Because that Christmas memory song gets me crying all the time. No. Uh, I'm, uh, well, mine, is, mine is Merry Christmas Star. Mine is Karen Carpenter. Uh, that That's song is being sung in the show by someone. I sing the shit. Out, I said it. I sing the shit out of that song. I said it out loud. Yes, no. I did. No. Uh, I brought the house down one time at Birdland years ago with Billy Stritch with that song. And it was fantastic. I love that song so much. But to me, that's a contemporary song. That's a contemporary Christmas song to me. Well, if anybody goes, take. Take some footage of it. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay, so we've got to we've got to sign off, don't we? Uh, yes, we're going to be signing off in just a moment. Uh, so Danny Miller is here, and he says, "I want to go to that Christmas show. I am so excited to be performing again. It's been a long time." So, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, great song. song. Uh, I sing Karen also. I am alto soprano. Uh, Sherry, come up to New York and we'll sing together. Or the next time I'm in Myrtle Beach, we'll sing together. Uh, Christmas memories uh, and Merry Christmas, darling, are gems. Kasira, uh, do you want to say any closing remarks? As we No, I'm good. I think this was a really interesting conversation. It kind of went left field, but I love it. I love it that that what we do has kind of a... A journey of its own and I really appreciate everybody being here don't forget look in the back of your books of your let that go books and look at the uh, the uh, templates for letting go of anything look at those out loud affirmative prayers that's why I wrote the book to give you a tool to let go of stuff people places and all kinds of things so please look at the back of your books and please release any negativity I, I it I'm just I say this because I love you. Please release any negativity you have around anything, especially this time of year. Please do it for your own happiness, well-being, and, and health. It's important that we do so. And uh, and next and next week on Monday, what's our show title, my love? Uh, what, what is the title for it? It's, uh, let, me, let me look it up. Look it up because I don't want to get it wrong. And while you're looking that up, I just want to say, you know, this time of year, um, be patient with your, with each other. Uh, and you know, we, a lot of times we uh, are not patient with ourselves. We feel right. we're constantly. It's those expectations. Yeah. Expectations. And that, oh, that's right. And I'm so looking forward to having this conversation uh, because, and this taps in to something that Sherry touched upon tonight. Uh -huh. um, and that is the commercialism of yes. this holiday. Yeah, and we talked about that. That The fact that um, the commercialism of this holiday is very much tied into what we're talking about next week. Because uh -huh. that's an expectation. Yeah, well, next week's show on Monday the 21st is called Holiday Obligations Versus Desires. Yeah. Yes. And mm -hmm. on that note, 
Doug? I love you all. And thank you, my Bye Dougie all. Doug. Thank you, and Dougie. Doug, Dougie I want to thank you for being there for me today. So oh, thank you. I'm about to be there in a minute. Yes, darling. <laughs> you are? <laughs> thank you. Doug created the overlay, uh, my design for tomorrow's show, and he's designing the one for Friday's show. So Danielle. My home I office. Think, I want to thank Danielle because she designed uh, the one for Wednesday. I want to tell everybody on Wednesday night, uh, Danielle and I are co-hosting a show together about empaths and setting boundaries on social media. Awesome. And on Thursday, Dr. Judy Bloom is going to be back. And Danielle also designed the work for that. So uh, Doug and Danielle, thank you for being there for me. Great. Thank you for always being there for me. Thank I love you, darling. You. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Love you all, everybody. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.